It is no dream, were the famous words of Theodor Herzl. Continue the legacy of the founders and leaders of Israel by leaving a bequest or an endowment fund for the people of Israel through the United Israel Appeal. For more information, contact UIA on 9272-5533. Listen to the Israel Connection on JA Community Radio in Melbourne, Australia, every Wednesday from 4 till 5 p.m., repeated Fridays from 1 to 2 p.m. My name is David Schulberg, and for the past seven years, I have been bringing you a probing weekly radio program that provides analysis and insight with important interviews and discussion about Israel. Welcome and a big hello to J-Air listeners in Melbourne. We are live from London. Every Sunday morning with the London Beat. Warren Wills presenting for you the London Beat. Chat and arts all coming to you live from London. London Beat. I'm Lily Steiner and I would love you to become a member of J-Air. Love that you're listening, but join up and encourage your friends to join too. It's only $54 a year and it helps us keep the station on the air. You can join on our website, www.j-air.com.au. You are listening to J-Air, 88FM. You are tuned into the Habbo radio station everyone loves. J-Air, 88FM. On air 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. And online at j-air.com.au.
Greetings, good morning, good February, almost Valentine's Day, Chinese New Year of the Dragon, London Beat 88 FMJ Air Warren Wills, your broadcaster and your presenter. Coming to you on a Sunday morning, 9am Melbourne time, 10pm Saturday night, London time. Yes, here we are. We are an arts program. Um, yes, whatever you think about the world teetering on the edge, whatever you think about uh, being in the arts or sports or anything else, or it's all about government or it's all about fighting, here at the London Beat we douse ourselves with culture and music and the arts and because we love them and we think that through those fine, upstanding, virtuous pursuits, perhaps there may be some hope that we can actually unite as people and find some mutual respect, some empathy and who knows, maybe some peace. But, oh, dare to dream, we say. Well, the Oscars are almost upon us, aren't they? March 11, there we go. The Oscars and the nominations are all in. Uh, I was a bit disappointed. Nothing about Anthony Hopkins and uh, Nicholas Swinton and One Life, but uh, maybe it came out too late. Maybe it's considered a little art house piece. <clears throat> I see that again, that it's Barbie and Oppenheimer that are the big pieces, and you've got the, uh, um, um, I must say, which I haven't seen it, the um, Killers of the Flower Moon, which everyone tells me is well worth seeing. But anyway, the Oscars are almost upon us. Um, choirs. We have two choirs now. Yes, two choirs are up and running. Um, the Young World Choir, and yes, we have some serious events coming up on March the 7th and March the 28th. On March the 7th, it is Heroes of Humanity, and we are honouring Yamo, the Thai heroine, Nicholas Swinton, for whom we've just spoken of, Ho Feng Shang, who I've spoken of a lot about on this programme, a Chinese man, a diplomat who stuck his head above the parapet, and order to save 15,000-plus uh, Jews uh, during the Holocaust and managed to forge visas to uh, ensure their safe passage to Shanghai. Uh, good on him. So, yes, and we're developing stuff on that front. March 28th, Vered Harel. And, yes, we're doing uh, its Legends of the Stage and we're looking at Lenny Bernstein, great film about it, Bradley Cooper playing, um, uh, uh, yes, the eponymous uh, Leonard Bernstein and doing a very fine job and is up for an Oscar, funnily enough. Leonard Bernstein, Stephen Sondheim uh, is also on the great and late and much missed Bert Bacharach and of course Topol for whom uh, it's almost a year, um, March 8th, a year for the passing of Topol. Um, so that's on March 20th, that's very Harrell. Both events are at 7 o'clock at the Amar Ballroom in Kuyong Road in Turak. See you there. I notice in opposite parts of the world, uh, in Africa, the Ivory Coast, I see they're getting ready for the AFCON final. Doesn't get a huge amount of attention unless you're uh, supporting one of those Premier League clubs who is bereft of Asian and African players who are playing in those respective tournaments. And of course, um, with the AFCON, I see Nigeria is through and yet to be decided as we go to air who their opponent is. Of course, the big news is South Korea, who dumped Australia out, of the Asian uh, football Championship, have now themselves been dumped out by, wait for it, Jordan. Can you believe it? Jordan, yes, Jordan. Have made it, uh, as in Amman, Jordan, yes. Uh, speaking of Jordan, uh, yes, funnily enough, there's a uh, rather tenuous link. Uh, JB, Jordan Brown, himself, the man himself, the man of boundless 
human talents, uh, whether it be in uh, being a husband, being a father, being a fine producer, composer, the list goes on, yes, a wonderful humanist, um, and the man... A man of supreme and boundless talents. Many thanks for doing the heavy lifting, uh, producing the show. Call out to JF, John Founder, of course. Um, again, doing the heavy lifting when it comes to the literary world. Congratulations. And great friend of the show, Ms. Janie D. Um, We'll be speaking to the fabulous conductor, Christopher Watson. That'll be coming out next week when I'll be attending rehearsals at Trinity, the Trinity Choir at Melbourne University. Uh, rehearsals there Monday, Tuesday and Thursday. On a Tuesday night, uh, the new choir. Um, yes, with one voice. Uh, I'm doing it at the chapel at St. Vincent's, St. Vincent's Hospital in a town, and that goes on a Tuesday night, 5.30 to 7 p.m. Yes, uh, you know, there's a lot of birthdays. I'm not going to acknowledge them all, but I will, of course, acknowledge the fact this weekend, I mean, it really is the biggest celebration on the planet, which, of course, is the Lunar New Year. I've got to say Lunar New Year correctly because it's unfair to various people uh, if I start making this into a nationalistic thing. It's the Lunar New Year of the Dragon. Uh, very exciting. Numerous events on which I'll be reviewing uh, this weekend. and You'll hear about it next week. And, of course, it's Valentine's Day next weekend. My funny Valentine. And of course, Lorenz Hart. Uh, we certainly all know about Lorenz Hart. So, yes. Mm. Now, it is meant to be this year. I just want, I've just got to do this because I grew up. I grew up, and I still am, I've got to admit, a, uh, a hopeless cricket tragic. I really am. And a huge fan of Imran Khan. He, cha he changed Pakistani cricket forever. He was the great all-rounder. He was the captain. He was the most charismatic player. He led them to a World Cup. He is incarcerated. He's in prison. He ain't coming out anytime soon. There are so many charges against him. He's got 70% of the popular vote. His days are over. He's defied a corrupt system. It didn't work. He married the beautiful Jemima Goldsmith, the daughter of James Goldsmith, who owns the Evening Standard, the billionaire. She converted to Islam. You know the story. I just remember him as the most extraordinary what a fabulous cricketer and what a, and you know Hollywood or Bollywood good looks I mean and uh, well he joins a whole succession of people freedom of speech you are kidding me there's been some other um, elections that have been on um, apart from the Pakistan election which is going to be a disaster they had to close the border uh, with both Iran and India because of so many uh, terrorist threats um, but there was one in Senegal, oh, that got postponed by six months because the leader, um, yeah, whatever. Uh, El Salvador, yeah, well, yeah, right, whatever. Um, Warhorse, Michael Morpugo, what a fabulous writer. Children's writer, ostensibly. Did a fabulous film also, which I saw last year, put on by an 18-year-old filmmaker, God love him. Uh, but Warhorse, that's the one. Champion, great, great play. It starts again at the National. It's been doing a national tour in the UK. If you're heading off to London, go and see it. Now, have I mentioned to you, yes, Paris, hosting the Olympic Games, actually had to coincide with his birthday, a street named after David Bowie. Uh, has Brixton done that, But where Bowie is from, London? I don't think so. Go figure. Why? I don't know. I see the Melbourne Comedy Festival is on. Is there much uh, funny stuff coming out of Melbourne? That's for you to decide. The Grammys. The Grammys. Fabulous. Really moving. If anyone saw it, wow. Um, it wasn't all about the young hip-hop, 
pop selling Taylor Swift's Jay Z's whoever they are of the world um, it was actually quite moving to see Joni Mitchell on the stage at the age of 80 they said that uh, she was certain to die she had a brain aneurysm some 10 years ago she had to learn how to speak again how to walk again never mind how to sing and she did both sides now I look as love from both sides now what a beautiful song and what, a, what an artist what a songwriter what a singer good for her Celine Dion came out and she's not a well girl either. She's got, what, stiff person syndrome, a neurological disorder? Uh, Stevie Wonder waxed rhapsodic with the late and much missed Tony Bennett, who they managed to uh, digitally bring back. And, of course, someone, uh, another fabulous singer, songwriter, that we hear virtually nothing about, Tracy Chapman did Fast Car, because a country and western singer who duetted with um, uh, Luke Coombs, I think, um, turned into country and western here. But what a great singer-songwriter Tracy Chapman is. So, um, yes, I certainly enjoyed that. Um, <clears throat> much to go on about going to see Candide. <clears throat> yes. Unless you are a die-hard, die-in-the-wool Leonard Bernstein fan, which I am, you're wondering, Candide? Never heard of it. Being done by the Victoria Opera at the Palais, going to see it this weekend. Of course, everyone knows the magnificent West Side Story. The uh, Puerto Rican version, if you like of uh, Romeo and Juliet, but however, the um, uh, Candide, no, and I know people love Lenny because he was a charismatic character, and he was an amazing conductor, and he was such a controversial, such charismatic figure, he was always smoking and this, that, and the other. He was an incredible composer, it wasn't just West Side Story, the Canticles, and the Mass, and Candide, doesn't really get a proper crack of the whip about all of that kind of stuff. I want to do a huge call out to my good buddy, my bro, and my uh, mucker in arms and mischief, Mr. Frank Housen, with whom we did the fabulous Genesis Broadway, put together the Chopper musical, who wrote the most moving, most heartfelt script of, uh, of Elvis, of which uh, there are so many incarnations, reincarnations, reinventions of Elvis, this, that, and the other. Uh, this has to see the light of day. This really, really does have to see the light of day because it is the most powerful and most moving of scripts. So one to look out for. Uh, without further ado, let's crack on with the show. Um, um, huge call out to everyone who's involved, Mr. Adrian Silas and so many other good eggs who are nursing us on. It is February. It is the Lunar Year of the Dragon. It is almost... As Lorenz Hart wrote, um, Valentine's Day, and what a beautiful number. And I'm so glad it was featured. And the point about Lorenz Hart, who dragged himself effectively to a very lonely, a sad end. And the, I know we think about Rogers and Hammerstein, and yet so many of the really, truly, profoundly eternal, memorable numbers actually were penned by Mr. Lorenz Hart. So, this, in fact, you know what? This entire program this week, let's salute Lorenz Hart, Val the, Ma the Valentine man himself. You are listening to 88FMJA, and this is Warren Wills and the London Beat.
And a huge warm welcome back to all of our listeners for this week's edition of The London Beat and this year's 2024 edition of The London Beat. How great to have the pleasure of your company, 88FM, Air, Warren Wells. Yes, now, what could possibly go wrong in 2024? Well, hmm. Dare I say it, ironically. Uh, well, first of all, I've got a question to ask, and it's about the disappearance of the Commonwealth Games and the disappearance of the Victoria Premier Daniel Andrews and people who've been working and paid to work on projects, and they go on to the completion of these projects, whereas other people, obviously communications and marketing, don't, and they get compensation, and who pays, and where's the transparency, and why does nobody know what's going on, and who picks up the tab, and who picks up the Commonwealth Games? Well, I only say this because I know that we've got the Olympic Games on in Paris during the summer, uh, which must cost a fortune, but I just found it very strange, the Commonwealth Games, which involves God knows how many countries, and it's just disappeared, whoof, without a trace. Now, old friends, go and see if you're in London, it, it, and it's very, very soon. It's fantastic. Now, the cast... Jason Pennycook, Jeremy Seacombe, the fantastic Bernadette Peters. But the star of the show, of course, is Stephen Sondheim and his music, which is incredible. Old friends. Go and check it out. One of the great friends of the show, humanist and incredible talent, is in it and is sensational, is Janie D. And the next link that you'll be hearing after the next piece of music is an interview that I did uh, about three months ago when I was in London with the fabulous Janie D. So check that out. Then the interview you'll hear after that is when the mousetrap was here in Australia uh, about three or four years ago before lockdown, I think, or about the same time that lockdown was lifted with Denise Sylvie, a different one, yeah? So check that out. What's happening this year? Well, Beef Wellington is off the menu. Uh, too many mushrooms, too many poisons, mushrooms. I think she's getting tried this year, is she not? The woman who wiped out her entire coterie of luncheon guests. Uh, not the kids, they don't like Beef Wellington. And, of course, nobody's out on the street saying anything about the fact <coughs> that Russia is locking up anyone who is involved with LGBTQT, which I imagine is a large number of people, uh, who have to go underground because they're seen as extremists, but no one seems to be complaining. And, of course, no one seems to be complaining about the fact that the magnificent emperor penguins, oh, yes, live in Antarctica and will soon be extinct. Will they? Yes, they will. Why? Well... They normally nest in certain places and the ice has not repacked and refrozen, so their nesting sites have disappeared. And it's not just David Attenborough who's upset. We're all upset and we will all pay the price. It will be consequential, as they say. <clears throat> yes, what a diverse, eclectic bunch of people. You might love them or hate them. From Henry Kissinger to Rekha Walsh to Barry Humphreys to Topol all left us last year, but I would say the artistic cultural high point, or certainly one of them for myself, was having the great pleasure to work with Indonesian Sumatran songbird Vanny Vabiola, two million followers, half a billion hits, and has since gone exponentially much more popular um, through her um, southern fame in China. As a religious orthodox Muslim woman, but a lovely, lovely girl with a huge heart and a great voice, Huge commendations to both her and indeed to Indonesia and the Indonesian government. Indeed, much is going on. Now, the first piece that we heard today uh, was an original composition by yours truly called Al Muñeca, uh, which I think in Spanish means the neck. And <clears throat> it's a place near Malaga, uh, as you head toward Valencia, where a dear friend of mine, Esteban Antonio, lived. And we did many duets there. 
Sadly, he passed away not so long ago. But very much the first piece was a dedication to him, as is the next piece, which is a prelude. Sit back and enjoy it. Uh, this is a prelude, which is a dedication for Esteban Antonio, extraordinary flamenco guitarist. This is Warren Wills, 88 FM, JS Sunday morning. We're in 24, we're in 24. Sit back and enjoy. This is Prelude for Esteban. You are, of course, listening to the London Beat.
and a huge warm welcome back to all of our listeners for this week's edition of The London Beat. And unless you've been living under a rock for the past few weeks, you will have failed to notice that one of the biggest events of the of the year takes place on planet Earth this weekend, and it is, of course, the Lunar uh, New Year of the Dragon. And we have a very special visitor who is going to tell us all about what is going to be happening here in Melbourne. Welcome to the show, Sai Wai Fu. Welcome to the show, Sai Wai. Hi, Warren. Thanks for having me. It's a great pleasure. Now, I yeah, under. Go, go hey, fat guy. Ah, yes, indeed. And how do we say how do we say the Year of the Dragon? Uh, I'm not too sure. My Cantonese is pretty terrible, so um, <laughs> I know the the word for dragon is long. And long. So I think long. I think it's yeah. long. Yeah. Long Yen. Long Long Yen. It's, it's, yeah, it's the year of the dragon, so it's wood dragon. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so it should be, it be a really good year. Now, Sai you are involved in some very exciting events coming up this weekend at the National Gallery of Victoria. So do share with us what we can expect. Yeah, I'm really thrilled to be involved. So um, I'm from the Chinese diaspora. Um, diaspora, same as um, another artist, Scott So, and also Yi Hanfu as well. And I'm going to be leading a discussion about um, Chinese fashion and how it's sort of changed over time. Right. Um, so that's about the historical and cultural significance of dress. I think most people know what a chong sam or a chi pao is. Um, you know, it's the high collar printed women's garment. But right. But we're going to talk about the origins of that. Um, I'm framing it around... Uh, more pop culture references because I think that's a really nice segue into understanding dress. Um, so from that context, I'm looking at it from um, from the um, the viewpoint of film. Okay. Most people have seen some sort of Asian cinema. Now, when you say a discussion is taking place, I'm also mindful. I think some models will also be showing off some yeah, of the cultural yeah. items you're so, talking of. Yep. I believe Scotty Sol's alter ego is making an appearance. Right. Um, so that's Scarlett, um, so Scarlett Sohung, who's, um, yeah, Scotty's fabulous alter ego. And I believe she's going to be leading um, a fashion parade through the gallery as well. So it's fun. It's a nice way of getting um, community involved as well. So Absolutely. Um, Can you, yeah, and this is... This is happening this week here. What time can we expect to see the um, yeah, both the conversation and the fashion show? Yeah, so we're doing two conversations. So we're doing Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. Um, there's going to be one at um, 11... No, 12. <laughs> right. And up on top. Yeah. And another at um, 11.45 from memory. Anyway, if you don't, if I don't get it right, you can always check the website. I certainly shall. The NGV as well. Um, so there's going to be lion dancers, um, dragon dancers. Um, there's going to be, I think, art making as well. So drawing dragons. Um, also, because Lunar Year is not just um, just within the Chinese context is also a lot, a, a lot of across um, a lot of Asian culture as well so there's going to be touch 
points um, from different areas as well. So there's going to be a Korean culture group. Um, on Sunday, there's going to be wait, there's going to be a really special performance by the Beijing Opera as well, or Peking Opera. So that's going to be in the Great Hall. And this is going to go. Um, I take it this is going to go on all day on Sunday, right through the day. These yeah, events. Yeah, yeah. So from I think 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Sounds fantastic. Um, and it's free to the public, which is great. Absolutely. Um, and for all different ages, I think there's going to be something there for everyone. And right. um, the Triennial is on as well, so there's going to be um, guided tours, and there's even going to be an Auslan tour, so it's going to be really accessible. Um, there's going to be tours, I think, in English and Mandarin as well. Um, so, yeah, there's going to be, I think, something really for everyone. And I think there's food as well, because, you know, that's a really big part of um, Asian culture as well, because we like to feed people. Uh, no celebration would be complete without a little bit of food, particularly reflecting the culture. Bit of, a little bit of nosh is always good. Absolutely. Sawa, yeah. I mean, again, from my knowledge, I understand that the, uh, the actual day itself in China is the largest movement of human beings at any time during the year on this planet, with, yeah. with people going home and stuff, yeah. Extraordinary. It is really extraordinary, because a lot of people do uh, work sort of away from home for a lot of the year, so it's their one chance to go see their family. Right. And, you know, you've got to remember within China as well, with work opportunities and things, people will travel for work, so that means leaving you know, their loved ones, their their children and things like that with other family members. So a lot of intergenerational um, care is going on. Um, and, yeah, it's the one chance to get back. So it is a huge movement of people as well, and it's a very important time. Well, Sawa, listen, it's been a great pleasure having you on the show today. We are all very excited about the events coming up this weekend. Thank you I so much. For, thank you so much for partaking. We're going to pause for some music. You've been listening to Warren Wills for this week's edition of the London Beat in conversation with Sai Wai Fu. Let's pause for music. This is, of course, the London Beat.
Yes, and a huge warm welcome back to all of our listeners for this week's edition of The London Beat. And um, I'm sure you will appreciate this if you are an IT dummy like me. They talk about the fear of AI, and I minded when I was in London only three months ago how my daughter revels in using uh, AI. She used to have a committee of people that she would work with in writing titles uh, that uh, she prolifically does, our kids' titles from big franchises like uh, Peppa Pig and Bluey. But the idea that you can speak to AI and say, um, hello, I'd like an illustration of a... A large, um, a large Englishman in a bowler hat standing in Trafalgar Square with an umbrella on a rather cloudy day with four school children playing behind him. Bang, it's done. You go, no, I want six children. I want them to be playing with kites. And rather than being an Englishman, I'd like him to be a Chinaman. And it's done. Um, I find that all rather scary, but that seems to be where, in fact, we are heading. The last two musical items that we just heard uh, during the course of this broadcast. An original composition by Austria called Tipping Point and the Chatzor Shoshan, which is Hebrew, and it's the Rose of Chatzor, which is a place and a geographical location in the Holy Land. Um, it seems like only last year we had the coronation of King Charles and took a bit of getting used to, didn't it? I suppose to the Queen. Prince Charles, King Charles, we all got very used to it very quickly. Uh, just like Spare, we've got used to um, me again, Markle, and her Spare, both being such cravenly appalling opportunists, um, peddling and throwing the family under the bus and uh, seeking um, publicity wherever they possibly can. Um, it's uh, boring and tedious, and let's hope they both stay out of the limelight because they do value their privacy, apparently. So go and enjoy your privacy and anonymity, <clears throat> says me. Um, no more Evgeny Preacher this year, of course. Do you remember there was a funny going around, or a meme as they call it, and a very crestfallen, very solemn-looking Putin sitting at a long table. And he says to his press secretary taking notes next to him, he says, I'm so sad, I'm so, just so heartbroken <clears throat> about the death of my dear friend, Evgeny Prigozhin. And his press secretary looks at him and he says, No, Mr Putin, that's tomorrow. Yes. <clears throat> Does anyone remember Liz Truss? Remember her? No, I don't suppose anyone does. She was Prime Minister for about two and a half minutes. Um, the, we had the World Cup football in Australia. Huge success, um, overshadowed by a rather appalling kiss. And I'm not going to comment too much about that. But, on a bright note, our producer of the show, J.B. Jordan Brown, who is an astonishing, excruciatingly talented young man, this is an original composition that what he wrote <clears throat> and recorded and produced, because he does all very clever things like that, <clears throat> sit back and enjoy it. an original composition by J.B. Jordan Brown. You are, of course, listening to 88FM, Warren Wills and the...
And sadly, dear listeners, all good things must come to an end. And this week's edition of London Beat, of course, is no exception. And I uh, still um, sort of in disbelief that we've somehow staggered and stumbled our way into 2024. And here we are standing. It's all over my feet at the moment. Yes. Now, um, big thanks to JB, Jordan Brown, for that incredible composition that we just heard. The man is <coughs> limitlessly talented, I think it's fair to say. Um, and uh, I hope to see him very, very soon when uh, back in London in April uh, for a slightly longer haul. Isn't it funny how David Cameron, that slippery, slithery character, that smarmy, charming ex-Prime Minister, who, um, yes, was so bold in uh, suggesting... Um, Brexit and EU and the referendum and uh, yes we saw that gone and uh, off he went and he's been brought back there he is, he's the star of the ball uh, five years in the uh, wilderness writing the memoirs that will no doubt net him a fortune and uh, he's back now what I don't, oh, listen, I need to raise something here it's this thing about subtle change but of significant things where no one has a say in this and there's no public announcement to formally make it known that the change is happening but it happens in a subtle way and before you know it we all have to accept it whether we like it or not what am I referring to? well things like you know uh, people's grandparents in this country fought and died for a um, style of government and politics and justice and a legal system that uh, that we had that we thought uh, gave us certain values and freedoms, like trial by jury, which has disappeared by stealth since the lockdown. And uh, whether it's VCAT or the High Court, many, many trials are being done in front of a judge or a magistrate. There's no trial by jury anymore. And uh, it's not a secret. It's not subterfuge. You can look into it and find out, and lawyers are happy to tell you that. But it hasn't been like, oh, there's a formal announcement that on a, uh, the Prime Minister comes out that on uh, March the 17th this year, I just am informing you all that uh, trial by jury has been scrapped. Or a little bit like um, a cashless society. Uh, yes, all currency will be useless. Uh, from June the 3rd this year, we are becoming an entirely cashless society. I don't like the idea because it's too easy to punish people and just uh, exclude them from society. When you've got cash, you know you've got it. It has a value. And you go to sleep, you wake up, and there it is, and you have it. Yes, you have certain assets and values, online banking and on your credit card, but woe uh, behold you if indeed... You wake up one morning and you cannot get in. And you go to the um, ATM and you can't access it. There's no human beings to speak to. What are you going to do then, huh? Indeed. A huge call out and thank you to Janie D. Tremendous talent and actress and human being uh, in Old Friends. <clears throat> the sometimes shown the West End at the moment. Fantastic. And Denise Sylvie, who is, um, yes, looking after a little show uh, called The Mousetrap. It's been running for 75 years. Yes, we say a fond farewell and goodbye. Things have changed. <clears throat> we get used to continuity and stability. And here in Melbourne, Peter Hitchener was the anchor for the Channel 9 News as Neil Mitchell was on 3AW, and they've gone. I want to call out something to the innings of the century, Glenn Maxwell, last year against Afghanistan. That was the innings that you will, you can't believe. For what was it, 7 for 91 or something, and they needed another 200, and in a partnership of 200, Pat Cummins made five, and... <clears throat> And Maxwell couldn't walk, and he was on one leg, and every shot. I mean, it was unbelievable. I'm absolutely mind blown. Yeah, Tina Turner, simply the best. She's gone. Yes, Tim Berners-Lee, the man who invented Wi-Fi. Yes, the internet. Um, didn't want any money for it. It was his gift to mankind. Can you believe that? What would he say about all the misinformation, social media, all the nonsense that is going on at the moment? 
on his little device that has changed the world. David Attenborough, is the man eternal and immortal? Are we going to get the um, awful news like we did with the Queen, who we just assumed would go on living forever and ever? The man is still working. He's, what, 96 this year? Unbelievable. The Oscars will soon be upon us. And yes, Barbie and Oppenheimer, they say, will go head to head. I'm far more interested, though. There's been some, um, whether it's... um the Leonard Bernstein film or One Life about Nicholas Winton or the Golden Meir film with um, Helen Mirren or Napoleon uh, which I haven't seen, I haven't seen the Golden Meir but there's some interesting uh, biopics Whatever happened to Imran Khan? He's in prison. The most popular, most beloved man in Pakistan, 70% of the popular vote, has gone. You'll never hear from him again. The Beatles had a number one last year. Will they have any more number ones? Probably because of AI, and that in itself is something. We're going to close the show out with a, a composition which is not original, but it yours truly has done an arrangement of it. It's My God, My God. And this is for all denominations. Eli, Eli. See you next week. This is 88FMJR. You are, of course, listening to Warren Wills and this week's edition of the London Beat.
את החיים שלי איתך אני אוהב אני אוהב את ההורים שלך אותם אני אוהב אני אוהב את החברות שלך גם אם הן לא אותי אני אוהב את זה שאת קוראת לי גבר אמיתי אני רוצה אותך אצלי בתוך הלב אני רוצה שתלחזק עכשיו נטוס אני ואת עד הקצה של אילת כי אני ואת עדיין לא עשירים. חיים שלי כפרה, תביא את הגיטרה. לא מתבייש הלילה, כוכבים יש רק למעלה. הנגן לך עד הבוקר, נשיר שירים של עומר. כי אני אוהב את החיים שלי J.R. is committed to diversity and inclusiveness for the Jewish and broader community. J-Air.com.au Step into a world of authentic Greek flavors at the Mediterranean Greek Tavern, a family business based in Elstonwick for over 22 years. Enjoy freshly grilled souvlaki, seafood, or a traditional Greek banquet. The welcoming atmosphere and family-friendly environment will make you feel right at home, as if you're part of the family. Phone 9530-0396 to make a booking or to inquire about a function. The Mediterranean Greek Tavern, 511 Glen Huntley Road, Elstonwick. Your home for fresh, traditional Greek food. 